What does street marketing look like today in the era of all things digital? Well, it turns out that the same basic principles to physical flyers, in-person events, and networking apply just as much to today's digital marketing as it did 20, 30 years ago. In this episode of the podcast, we're joined once again by Todd and Tyler Radio Empire's own Mike Tyler, who shares the old school street marketing tactics that they used that you can utilize today to market your business online. Welcome back to Midwest Mindset, the podcast that gives you, the small business owner, the big agency secrets to marketing. I'm Matt Tompkins of Two Brothers Creative, where we believe every business deserves affordable and effective marketing. I remember when my brother Ben and I, we played in a a band. We were trying to be rock stars. Uh, Spoiler alert. It didn't pan out. We, we did okay. You know, we played for a number of years around the Midwest here. And every show, especially local shows here in Omaha, I remember handing out I don't know how many flyers. We would make up these flyers and we would make up outrageous posters and even take out ads in the, the, the local newspapers like Shout and The Reader. And we would have these flyers. We took so much pride in these posters and these flyers. And we would literally hand them out by the thousands. Uh, My girlfriend at the time, now wife, Wendy, she worked at Cox Communications. She had access to a printer, so she could just print endless amounts of flyers for us. And we would literally take these by the thousand, by the thousand and go out and stick them in the under the windshield wiper of vehicles in every parking lot we could get access to. Uh, it, it, It was a old school street marketing tactic. And yes, we were the guys that annoyed you with things stuck underneath your windshield wiper when you came to your car the next day. That soggy, wet flyer because it had rained or snowed the night before. Those are old school street marketing tactics. And I think we're all familiar with some form of street marketing. But it is interesting to look back at what worked. You know, that was just 15 years ago. It's interesting to look back at 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago at these old school street marketing tactics for marketing, how they worked and what we can learn from them and actually apply directly to marketing your business today. A perfect example of this is the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. Now, for those that don't know, Todd and Tyler are Omaha, Nebraska's Howard Stern, right? They came here in the early 90s and they have since been the number one top ranked radio show in our market. They have dominated for decades. They're in the Nebraska uh, Broadcasting Association's Hall of Fame, and they are now syndicated all over the country. When they first moved here, though, they had a daunting task. It was just as daunting of a task as you face with marketing your business, especially if it's a new business. And that daunting task for Todd and Tyler was ingratiating themselves to a new city, brand new city, new listeners, new people, And they took things to new territories, new places that radio shows in Omaha hadn't taken things to up to that point. Because we had to do a lot of stuff to to be known. We were out every night, uh, uh, either either socially or for the station, you know, and meeting and greeting people and hanging out and being part of that situation. Oh, you're also younger. We could do that more often and still wake up early. (laughs) But uh, yeah, they 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 got us here. They they put us on TV. A couple commercials they did. I know, I know that to get us known. Yeah, I remember the one commercial we had the the women talking and like there were it was your voice, but it was other people talking. They did that. Yeah. I'll tell you the funniest one. You know, this is oh, if somebody could find this, our 
they they tried just ingratiate us right away with Omaha, even though we weren't from here, and we're going to be on the air the next day saying we weren't from here. They put Todd in a Husker shirt, and they put me in a Creighton jersey. Okay. And they had us on TV saying, hey, join us Monday. I'm thinking, and I look back at that commercial, I said, what the hell? I just found out where Creighton was like a month ago. <laughs> so, yeah. that, but that was, that still got us out there. But then they started realizing, well, they can't phony that stuff up. And then they, uh, I think one of the best campaigns they did early on was about 96, yeah, 96 or so. Our, 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 our boss, Jim McKern at the time did this. He, uh, he put up a couple, bill, put some billboards in town. And one of the billboards was uh, was me and Todd as like uh, uh, first grade pictures, something like that, and uh, on the billboard and said uh, innocent or something like that. And then about two months later, they changed it and it showed us our high school senior photos, which are hilarious. And it said, um, uh, I forget what the word was, something like going to because the final one was disturbed and it was our pictures now i said now they're disturbed and it, it, it caused a lot of talk if you're driving down the highway you'd see it and it was just it just showed well it just showed the progression of what people thought of us like, yeah, yeah. so that helped a lot uh marketing wise they used to they did, they did the early stuff the t-shirts but they're so funny people send me all kinds of stuff now these photos and stuff about some of the other stuff we did urinal screens uh, yeah, urinals is a good place to advertise I'm it was a great place to yeah, advertise yeah, yeah. you're right you know especially for your audience you're, if your target audience is, is dudes there I mean, bars like, in yeah. town that had urinal screens yeah. all the time you know I pissed on you last night sorry <laughs> I was on the, <laughs> went on the air I could say that I'd say it on the air anyway yeah. Uh, but yeah so the urinal screens were big uh, I think we made condoms at one point the company did. Yeah, the condoms. I don't know. I'd feel weird. I'd, I'd, I remember when I was starting out because yeah. I worked uh, uh, at a, for a news talk station. Yeah. I was, my producer was yeah. my role there, and I remember I had a, 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 a woman emailed me a picture of herself. She was a real, very large woman, and she told me in the email that she they we had like our staff photos right, on right. the website that she would pull up my staff photo while her and her husband made love oh. <laughs> in their bedroom, and I'm like 26 at the time, yeah. and I'm like. Well, I, like I mean, probably if like you know, I mean, it, it, the the woman in the photo that she revealed, it was like you know, okay, I'm, I'm sure she's beautiful to somebody else, but not. It was just kind of, it was a lot. It was like you know, a little, a lot, very older woman, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's, that's you were a little that, intense yeah, that's, for, said, for really, me. I'm like crazy. I'm like six months into my no, you know, radio so job here, and like, you got this old, uh, hey, yeah. hey, Sonny. Before you even get to step one, two, and three of the laws of marketing, the introduction to this book, if you will, is understanding this basic truth. And that is that marketing is not about facts. It's about feelings. And we did a whole episode about this, facts versus feelings. We'll put a link in the show notes for you to check it out if you haven't listened to it yet. But we have to set aside the thinking brain. We have to set aside our thinking brain, as hard as that is, and we have to understand and relate to the feeling brain of your customers because perception is everything. Perception is all that marketing really is. Understanding who your target audience is is the first and the only way to understand what drives them emotionally. And there are a lot of easy free ways that you can accomplish this from engaging on social media and Facebook groups or even just posting questions on Quora. In the radio uh, back in the day and today, they do these study groups where they actually get people in a room to find out what drives them emotionally it so. does work too because there's we have perceptual studies our company has perceptual studies all the time about uh the music or or me and todd or the show i should say the whole show together and you'll they'll you'll see well we'd like this we don't like that you know so we, we'll listen to that and, we, and most of the time we know what what they might not like or what they did it 
it filters in and out. So, but you're right with marketing. You have to market. I mean, that's there's a whole business around it anyway. Yeah. The whole world runs around marketing. When it comes to your marketing, if you're starting out, try and identify two key components first. Who is your specific target market? Who's your ideal customer? That's first. Number two, what are your unique qualities? In other words, why you? Why should they choose you and your business? This is why being authentic is so important. It's so crucial to your marketing. You want to be yourself and you don't want to just do things to follow the trends. That's being inauthentic. And we've seen this time and time again where companies will jump on a bandwagon in the moment and they'll change their Facebook profile, a certain color or a flag, or they'll represent something just to jump on what's trending online. And we've also seen that backfire big time for a lot of companies. There was a, uh, after 9-11, there was a lot of, I think our company had America uh, America Rocks billboards and stuff like that. And uh, they, uh, which at the time I thought was probably shouldn't have been done, but I wasn't in charge. It was long, 20 some years ago. Uh, and at the time I said, well, I said, well, I don't want our names on the billboard. But then I thought we have one of our names in the billboard because they're always in the billboards with the, with the Z92. But then. It didn't. There wasn't a backlash. I think everybody was still raw, raw about. Mm-hmm. You know, we, but it wasn't so much. I was afraid of it being jingoistic because we were all jingoistic. We were all USA, USA in, in two thousand one when when nine eleven happened. But it also, I felt that way. I felt like, eh, is it a piggyback? Yeah. But it wasn't a backlash, and I thought it could have been. Now nationally, it could have been. You know. Yeah. But there was so much of that at the time. In radio, we call them stunts. But a stunt is basically just a way to stand out and get people's attention. In today's digital landscape, where we are bombarded with thousands of ads every day, it has never been more important for you to stand out. You can call it a stunt. You can call it making the news. The bottom line is that you need to be discovered. And to be discovered, you have to first be seen. Uh, we did a lot of street stuff back in the day. We'd send people out in the street a lot during the show. Uh, Beast, our original guy, original producer back in the day, or Donnie, or people like we would send them out and do crazy stuff on the street corner, and that just caused a lot of. I mean, it caused a lot of commotion. Sometimes our, we did it with our bosses. Uh, uh, at the time, our bosses, uh, we didn't get permission because we figured getting you in radio, getting yelled at is better than getting permission. Yeah, it's better, better to ask for forgiveness than that's permission. Yeah. And, and we that's, for, that's basic one-on-one rule. The whole radio '90s right was asking for forgiveness for sure because we would do a lot. Lot of stuff and even sometimes i remember one time somebody reminded me of something recently we did uh uh we took uh our producer beast and put a bunch of dollar bills stuff all over his body like tens and 20s and had him hang out on a just a less than desirable street corner and yeah. just with a phone and i think like, i remember yeah that. and i'm yeah. thinking you know what and it caused some commotion it got us yeah. impressed but it's also like eh, somebody yeah. could have been killed <laughs> yeah we yeah. had to have I mean, we were doing yeah. the tv show yeah. omaha live and we yeah, did a bit uh, we went down to I, I can't remember what is the 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 cubbies or cubs uh uh chubbies or chubbies I yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but it was down on on uh, i don't remember what 16th street or it was in a neighborhood that was a bloods neighborhood a bloods okay. district it, and right. we were doing a bit with some real they were former but real crips gang members whoa shit the bit was that the we i went out there to talk to them and found out that they're actually they're not this stereotype right. these you know thugs they're actually right. really smart and really good at a lot of different things right. that was the whole premise of the bit so then they they were on board they thought it was hilarious we're doing this bit and uh it, literally at the end of it they said they saw somebody drive by they said oh, we better get out of here right. like oh why like uh because the 
they drove by once. They drove by with the colors and they saw them. Oh. They're going to come back around. And we, my friend Neil and I were sitting there going, <laughs> yeah, right. And we turn yeah. around and they're gone. They just left. And we're like, oh, crap. So like we're, and sure enough, that, that <laughs> came, back around. came back around. And it was, but it was weird too, because then like probably three or four years later, this video is up on YouTube and there's this backlash from people who aren't from the community at all. They're right. just, you know, angry over it. And it's the same type of backlash I'm sure you saw with a bit like well, that, I'm where it's like. I'm glad I, there's yeah. not, I'm glad there's actually not a lot of video I mean, I'm glad we didn't have a lot of I mean, the, the uh, video, the phones on had your, if there was cameras everywhere in the 90s, uh, yeah, we probably, there'd be backlash to this day yeah. about stuff we did back then. Yeah. There's, no, there's no video evidence. We can yeah. talk about it, yeah. and, but it's just no video evidence, and I think that's made a big difference, too. But well, you got to push the envelope, too. I think, it, like, you're, you're trying to get this to business. If you push the envelope to see where you can go. Now, we got in trouble with some of those events, uh, but, and we pushed, but we, we, remember, we remember for them. So if you're not remembered, and that helped us stay, you know, relevant. relevant yeah. You're right. And if we'd ever pushed, we could have faded away easily, like yeah. a zillion radio shows do. There is definitely a real risk of pushing that line too far to a point where you could put your business at risk. Having a strategy and a plan is the key ingredient here, because if you know what you're doing, why you're doing it, and how you're executing it, in any aspect of your marketing, whether it's a stunt, whether it's something to get attention or whether it's a, a full ad campaign, you can avoid the rushed out of the gate ideas that can easily blow up in your face. Yeah, and and, and, and my business and our business, uh, we get hate email, we get threats. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So that's been happening over, I mean, it's happened in not as much as you used to. Well, I should say that we still get some crap, but nothing major. But yeah, you got to worry what you're talking about. Because so you forget you're just, you've done radio long enough you, yourself. You're just in a room. Mm -hmm. You're just in a room and you forget that everybody, at least hopefully a lot of people are listening. And you're saying stuff like, I can't believe I just said that. And, yeah. But you, you're just sitting around with your friends talking and you forget it's out everywhere. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you go, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Or, or well, that was kind of crazy. But you know, it's just, it, to me, it's just to get people to laugh. Yeah. Now, Todd and Tyler on Z92 here, the local radio station where they started off their radio empire, they prove out a fundamental rule of marketing, and that is to be known for one thing. If you look at any radio station, any success story in general, it uh, doesn't matter what line of business or industry it's in, but if we take a look at radio as an example, this holds true. Think of the most popular stations here in Omaha, Nebraska, where we're at, or in your market where you're listening right now. Uh, they are all known for one thing. Uh, here we have a sports talk station, 1620 of the zone. They're known for sports talk. We have 1110 KVB, politics. You have Z92, Todd and Tyler. Todd and Tyler are Z92's one thing. And this is important for you and your business because everybody tries to be many different things, multiple things all at once. That is a recipe for failure. Everybody started out as being known for just one thing, and then you build from that. I would just we would, we'd never go in and just do a whole nother thing. The show yeah. is what the show is. You you get what when people tune in, they they expect to hear certain things. Yeah, and that's what you give them. Well, and it's like any any successful anything any right. any person or business started off by being known for one thing right you look at like uh, mcdonald's they were right. just burgers right. when they started or uh like dr drew he was the the sex phone call right, yeah, guy yeah, right yeah, yeah. and now he does a show where he talks to everybody right. and, you know a lot of times we have people we're we're you know producing and and, and kind of developing their podcast they say well i want to appeal to everybody right. and well if you, how do you reach everybody you can it's you impossible can. You, you can you're gonna end up resonating deeply with nobody and no, you want no. that deep connection you want right. that so 
target one person. And it's the same strategy with a business of, I'm gonna market to one person, I'm gonna tar target one person, and when I win them over and they feel like I'm like this business was created just for them, or right. in your case, the radio show, they t will help you. They tell that, other people. Yeah, that'll exactly. turn into that, all that. Yeah, word of mouth is yeah. what made our show what it is. Is that when you, even though there was some advertising in the beginning, it's if somebody else in the office heard it, somebody driving around, somebody at the work site heard the show, you got to listen to these guys. You gotta, and it happened, especially happened when we were, start, we were starting to be syndicated because they had no idea who we were. Wichita had no idea who we were. And we went on a big rock station down there at T95. It's like the Z92 of, of Wichita. And they had an old show we took over for. And it was like, oh, who are these guys? Mm -hmm. And we had to do the exact same thing over and over again and not live there. So we couldn't go out and about and meet the community but we had to be known for something so we were we said stuff down there that got us in trouble because nobody was saying that stuff in wichita but they stuck with us because uh, well our company owned it first of all yeah. but they also the ratings were good and they ended up being really really good after the years so you have to be who you are or nobody is going to care yeah no. i mean and it's it's harder to it it's easier to say that than it is to live that of like yes be true to you're myself. risky yeah, it's it risk is. it's risk because you knew you'd start a business here I mean, and it's a risk because it is. you could get you could get all of a sudden then you're out of work the risk is real and as the great poet taylor swift once said the haters gonna hate but the truth is that they really shouldn't have any bearing on your success or the decisions the pivots that you make with your marketing because they are not your ideal customer they are not who you are trying to help and serve through your business to close things out, Mike shared a great comment from behind the scenes of the radio show that I think is so relative to you and your business today. It doesn't matter how much you say it or want to believe it, your business is not for everyone. My business is not for everyone. There is no business that is for everyone. And realizing that simple truth is going to put you ahead of your competition tenfold. Craig, our old news guy, Craig, had always had a great line. He said, and he was off the air. He said, "Everybody can't listen to you. Everybody can't watch you. I mean, you nope not not one not one radio. Everybody doesn't listen to one show. They don't watch one TV show. So to please everybody, it's not ever going to happen. I mean, yeah. that, no nobody gets all the ratings. People yeah. <laughs> people find other shows better, yeah. or like they like it different. So you have to find your niche and hopefully grow that." in any business like you mentioned business because yeah. everybody can't use your business yeah now, even the main businesses in this country have competition thanks again to mike tyler of the todd and tyler radio empire for joining us here today on midwest mindset the first episode he was on last season our season one of the omaha podcast he actually helped us win that episode won a national award for best podcast in the country so i guess that means this episode's gonna win too right right a uh, girl can dream Thank you so much for joining us here today on the podcast. You can find more info on Mike Tyler in the show notes. The links are there for you to click. Also in the show notes, if you need help with your marketing, if you'd like to get started for free, we have free resources for you. We will do a free marketing assessment of your business to find out where you stand, where your opportunities, strengths, weaknesses lie to help you market your own business. The link to get started is also in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you in the next episode.